It's made some some toast. Dude, toast underrated. Toast is so underrated. It's delicious. It's simple. It's easy. Get some good sourdough. Toast that up. Rub some garlic on it. Put some butter on it. Get a little dish. Throw some olive oil. Some balsamic. Dip that shit in it. Fuck, dude. You don't need all the fancy shit. You just need toast. It's toast the town. All right, let's call Brandy. See if she's there. Bing bong boom. Bing ding lang a dong dong ding. Hello. What up? Hello. I was just before our calls, you just getting ready for the show, and um, mm-hmm. and I was just talking to the peeps, the YFTs oh. out there, about how bomb toast is, and it just doesn't get the recognition it deserves. Toast. Like good toast. So you're talking. I'm not talking like, like what. Not white ta- bread. no, 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 no. See, that's where the regular American makes the the mistake. Okay. And this is where France has its beat with their just-in-case bread. Because I'm talking like a loaf of sourdough that you have to like cut yourself with a bread knife. And when you throw that mug in the toaster oven, you get a nice char on it. I got this one little dish, bro. My dad got it from somewhere. It's like this little dish that's got serrated edges on it, like on the bottom. And you take garlic and you rub it on the bottom so the garlic kind of flakes off and then you throw in some olive oil maybe a little bit of salt and pepper some oregano i don't know maybe even a little balsamic if you're feeling a little frisky and then you get that and you get that toast out of the oven and then you just break it off and you dip that in there let it soak it all up you don't need fanciness you need toast Mm, very interesting you feel me or no i mean i like a good old slice throw it in the toaster add a little um Earth balanced butter, a little, little strawberry jam, and call it a day. But I got to tell you, I feel like for about a year now, I've been on this. Favorite bread. Have you had the Dave's Killer Bread? No. What? You're missing out. Olivia Creedy turned me on to this, actually. I was staying with her in Austin, and did, they had, like, hordes of it in the freezer. I don't know. Is it, like, hard to get in Austin or what? Um but I don't know what the shtick is, but I'm pretty sure it's like organic bread and it's like they have like all these different quote unquote flavors, but they're like different like seeds and grains and they're different ones. It's so bomb. My favorite one is the the green one. I think it's like a 21 grains or something. We're big fans in this house. 21? That seems like too many grains. I think grains are good for you though. Are they? I don't know. I don't know either, but Dave's bread? I think it's called Dave's Killer Bread. I'm going to Google are we sponsored by Dave's Killer fucking gluten right now? What's going on here? Um, that's my fave bread. They should be paying us for this. You're right. Yeah. Stop talking about Dave and his killer bread. I'm just talking straight up sourdough from the baker. It's definitely not good for you. Nothing's good for you. We're all fucked. So you might as well get You're that right. bread. You're right. Might as well get that Panera bread money. What? Oh my God. I hope they paid you a fortune for that because that was by far the best ad I've ever seen. <laughs> Did you see the commercial that we made for it? Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> the unicorn, though. <laughs> well, the unicorn's in the commercial. Yeah. And on your Instagram, though, it was just everything. Yeah. I feel like people were just confused about, like, what the fuck was going on. It's just like, are you jerking off a unicorn? Yeah. That's right. All right? It's 2020. That's insane. That poor pony. What's on its feet? Tennis shoes. That fucking thing had tennis shoes on. That's so sad. Was it though? But or it's was, cute. I mean, that pony was just chilling. Pony's cute. 
You should have been like, um, if it's ready for retirement, my friend will take it. I bet you that pony made more money than I did that day. For sure. Do you want to start it? Yeah, let's start the show and then we can talk about my vacation. It was kind of a work trip, but you know. Kind of a work trip? You can call it work when it's like looks like that. That unless you were down there DJing and riding horse showing, then it wasn't a work trip. Horse showing is not work. Okay. I don't <laughs> I don't let's start the show. Okay. I think it's me. Yeah, go. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Well Sam Brandy. My bell's broken. I need a new one for Christmas. Hint, hint. I bought you the first one. I know. It's a a tradition. And I bought you a book recently. What have you ever gotten me? Let's make that a tradition. What, you get a new bell? No, that you buy me books. But also, relationships are a two-way street. What have you ever gotten me? I've gotten you to hang out with Tish the Dish. No, that's... (laughs) You're welcome. And blood, you're also welcome. That was for work. We did this. And Cyrus Miley, you're welcome. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think Noah's my new favorite, Cyrus. That's fair. I'll give that a ding. You've also hung out with Noah. Okay, so tell me about your work trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, let me tell you about it, Yeah, actually. I would love to know what job I need to apply for this job. You're going to need to get some Botox and maybe, Ooh. like, lose a few. Just kidding. Uh, so I was there with a magazine. It's called Modalist Magazine. Yeah. And they do editorials just, like, on location all the time. It's usually, like, a group of, like, four to five, like, influencers slash models. Um, they actually just had Kate Bach on their cover. I love her. It was super fun. I got to be honest, I felt very safe the whole time. I really didn't get that much hate over it. There was like one person that sent a message and she wasn't even, I didn't even think she was really being mean. She just said, are y'all not worried about COVID there? I actually answered her and I was like, you know what? We actually feel so great here because they only have 140 total cases, period, in the entire country ever. Well, there's 350,000 in Tennessee alone. So like not only are there just not cases there, but in order to even get off off the plane and like into the airport you have to show your negative covid test and they're very strict about it our test results didn't specify that we took the what is it pcr test is like there's like a rapid test and there's an antibody test and then there's like a pcr test and the pcr test is the one that takes like three to four days minimum till i get back it's like you have to have the pcr test and because they didn't say that on my test she made me call the tennessee department state of health and tell her that that was the test they gave us like it was crazy so i don't know just knowing like everyone got tested to come in you know their temperature checking in the airport their temperature checking when you check in the hotel like everyone's wearing masks in the hotel and the tactic like everyone's just like i don't know just like antigua was doing it right so we felt really safe. It was technically work. I was there with um, with Modalise Magazine. We were shooting an editorial, working with some brand partners. And it just like, you know, doesn't look like work because we're on a beach. And I got to bring Rye. It was really nice of them to let him come. It was great. So what's the job? What? <laughs> Taking pictures, Wells. Oh, so you're a model now. Well, I'm not. But I was sort of modeling for this magazine. Yeah, well, Good for you. I actually used to be a model, sort of. I was signed to a modeling agency when I was young. Oh, yeah. Young and thriving. I mean, good um, for you. No one's ever asked me to fly to Antigua to take pictures. It's never going to happen for you. But, uh, all right. But well. they will fly you to Mexico to serve drinks at a bar. Yes, they will. Which. That's also not a bad gig. Not 
a bad gig. Speaking of uh, Bachelor, did you watch last night? Yes, I did. Just overall thoughts. First overall thought. Yeah. How are hometowns next week? I know. I feel like Tasha doesn't know these dudes at all. No, I know. It's starting to seem like Brendan's not ready for this. Listen, that seems like the most rational thing to not be ready for this. And he's like, oh, we just got here. What are you talking about? She like literally just showed up a couple days ago. Do you feel like they made a big cut? Three or four dudes went home and now all of a sudden it's hometowns. I feel like that seems like a more drastic cut than no. normal like this far in. Well, anyways, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, where are they in this? They get to seven guys left at the end of this episode. Then next week they go to hometowns. That's what happened. Yes, I was eighth place, technically. And it was Mm -hmm. the next episode that they went and did like one more thing, cut it down to four, and then went to hometowns. And so I think this, this... Listen, they've got a formula. They've figured it out. Mm-hmm. That's where they are. Who do you think is going to hometowns? Zach. Yep. First of all, I cannot wait for some girlfriend from college that Zach dated to be like, you fucking cheated on me too, you asshole. That wasn't Samantha <laughs> at the bowling alley when you were 14, you liar. Maybe he is a sweet guy, but like every douchebag in college has made a bad mistake. Let's be fair. So I'm just waiting for that to come out, if it hasn't already. I think Brendan, despite his love of turtlenecks, still going to hometowns. Then I think Ben. Ben's for sure going to hometowns. And then it'll be like a throwaway. It'll be like Bennett or something. It'll be some stupid thing like that. You think Bennett is going to hometowns? I don't know. The whole Bennett and Noah thing was just so stupid. Uh, Yeah, it was, but also, like, I just can't with Noah. I can't with either of those guys. Yeah. I mean, not that. I mean, if I were her, I feel like I would have just been like, you know what? Both of y'all go home. See you later. 100%. Like, like, why didn't that just happen? Like, you guys are children. Yeah. Both of them, like, are. I just, yeah. But no, I think just like Bennett, he does like carry himself a certain way to where he kind of, like, he is childish in some ways, but he kind of covers it up with this whole, like, mature, studious persona. Whereas um, Noah just like shamelessly, like, you know, laughs, you know, when he gets his way and like snarls when somebody else gets in trouble or whatever. Like, he's just like very immature to me. Just doesn't even try to cover it up. But Bennett talks like this. Like he, like, I just don't, like, I love him and I cannot wait to serve him fucking martinis in Mexico. Can we get Taylor and can we get Bennett together to talk about emotional intelligence and just whatever? You act like you're so smart and emotionally intelligent. If I was in a conflict with you, I'd be like, this proves how emotionally unintelligent you are because you're constantly putting people down and making them feel less than you. And if you were emotionally intelligent, you would have empathy for people that weren't as smart as you, which is what you're trying to portray. So effectively, Mm -hmm. you're just as little as the thing that you think that you're better than. It makes no sense. I thought that Noah stood his ground and was right about it. He just shouldn't have brought that gift. That whole thing was just like a circle jerk of like, I'm better than you. And it was just like, all right, we get it, dude. You went to Harvard. Cool. I just think both of them should have been sent away. Yeah. I honestly think it's a three-man race right now anyways, so it doesn't really matter. We're like getting to the part of the season where it's like serious and it's no longer fun for me because it's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like a love. What does that say about you? 
What did you think about the lie detector? Was that thing really even working? Yeah, I don't know. Like of all the lie detectors I've ever seen on like reality <laughs> TV, I don't. There's not like just some screen with like just a pulse going up, a bunch of carnival lights lighting up. Yeah, I've never seen light bulbs. Yeah, on a lie detector test. Anyone could have watched that and been like, "I think he's lying." Press the red button. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, like, uh, oh, let's throw a fucking wrench in it. That's not his name, red button. And then they were like, oh, yeah. shit, it's not his name. <laughs> Nailed oh, it. <laughs> like, producers definitely had to know that wasn't his name. Because that was just too weird. The background check that they did on him had to prove he, that it was not his name. I mean, yes. it was just like, he said his he said his full name. It was like three names. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, what? A lot of people were like, why isn't Wells hosting this over JoJo? I don't know if I would have been good for this job. I'm just walk in there and be like, here's the card later. Like, that's no fun, you know? But then I <laughs> did watch that, that and I'd have been like, I would have loved this. But the problem is I made it myself. And I'm like, what? You're, what's your real name? What's your fucking real name, bro? What do you do? You know, I would have like totally freaked out and be like, oh, you a fucking cheater. Cheater. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jeez. Honestly, I would have loved it. And then what else? Bennett comes back. Of course. <laughs> Knew it. I'm surprised at how much it's affecting her that he's coming back. So, okay. So next week, it's Monday and Tuesday. Is one of the episodes next week the Men Tell All already? I think so, yeah. How is it so soon? So they show Noah at the Men Tell All. So obviously he's not going to hometowns. Yeah, that's true. Also, can I just talk about how annoying I think Ed is? <laughs> Oh, he's gone, though. Yeah, but he's always got this, like, look on his face like he's about to fart. Like, his shoulders are always up. He's like, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was was thinking about it, dude. Like, such a bitch when I did that wrestling date and he was like, I got bad shoulders. And I I was thinking back to it because I remember they cut it, but Chris was like, what do you think about this? It's kind of a bitch move, Chris. And he's like, yeah, man, I remember this one fireman date where we threw this 150-pound kid in with a military veteran and an actual firefighter, and he still did it. And I was like, you're right. I fucking did that. Why are you wrestling? (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. He was like, we tried to kill you, dude. (laughs) Oh man. Anyways, uh, oh, but yeah. So back I, on the show, I kind of miss. I it. know, I know. Who do you think's gonna win? I don't know. I think it's either gonna be Ben, uh-huh. or Zach. All right, is that enough, Bachelor? I think so. I think so too. You got some fave things, bro. Bro, do I have some fave things? What have got, I been watching? You ain't got oh, shit. oh, we never oh. talked about the undoing. Oh my god. What did you think of the end? Hated it. Ah! I hated the ending. Okay, if you haven't seen the ending, don't listen to the next couple of minutes. Yeah. Are you kidding? Like we're all like, "Oh my god, who it's a who done it?" And you're telling me that the who done it is the guy that you think did it in the beginning? That's the worst. I told I told you this could happen. Oh god, that's not a who done it. That's the worst. I was I so like annoyed. I was like, I only needed to watch one episode of this. What did but you, you think? But you didn't because you thought it was Donald Sutherland. Because that made the most sense. Who did? What, what did you think? I, what, I, this is exactly what I thought. I thought they were going to turn your attention away from him and make you think, oh, maybe it's this person, maybe it's this person. But in the end, it's actually just going to be him. 
And especially um, when this kid had the hammer, I was like, because uh, he was just like so obsessed with his dad. I was just like, the ha- this has to be that the dad did this. And um, whether, you know, I guess like, the way it showed, like the kid wasn't exactly covering for, for him, but like was at the same time because he found it. Um, the thing that threw me and but I get what they were doing. But like what threw me was the very, very ending where he like you know, quote unquote, kidnaps his kid and is trying to like run off with the kid. And they do that whole helicopter chase scene and everything. Like, I, I don't know, like that threw me a little bit that he was being so crazy with his son, but I don't know. Like I did like it. I think like it was nice to see, not, not nice, but it was like cool to see Hugh Grant do that switch from like, you know, all season long, he kind of plays the card of the nice guy, the doctor that heals cancer, you know, the good dad. And then like once they reveal that he actually did do it, he just like flips the switch and you kind of see when they finally show like the full flashback of him, you know, hitting her uh, with the hammer. It's like, you kind of just see that like demonic side of him. And that's, I don't know. It was like a good, a good acting moment for Hugh Grant. I feel. Yeah. He was great in it. Um, Mm -hmm. In the last episode, I was like, what if her blonde friend who's a lawyer, I was like, what if she's not real? Like, what if she's just, like, manifesting this person? Because she keeps on, like, calling her for advice. She goes on these walks. And, like, maybe she's fake. And then Sarah's like, oh, it's a good call. And, you know, like, maybe she's not even really there. And then, nope, she's totally, everyone's there. We all thought that Nicole Kidman was, like, having fucking seizures and seeing weird shit. Nope, she was totally fine, you know? I know. That was the only thing that I was like, what was even the point of all that if they didn't do anything with that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No option for a second season. You know, like, it was like, ah, uh, I loved it. Well, good. I mean, I liked it up until the end, so. What else? I've been watching Virgin River, which, you know, it's not like there's a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. It's just such a cute little show. I love it so much. Well, I need to Google and find out where they filmed this show or at least film the exteriors of the show because I'm trying to live there. Okay. Let's gorge. Speaking of exteriors uh, of shows that are awesome, I'm into Big Sky. Oh, I need to catch up. I'm not caught up. Don't oh. run anything. Okay, I won't. But it is good. Totally into it. Has Ryan Phillippe come back? <laughs> No, he's still dead. Motherfucker's dead. Uh, he ain't come back. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he comes back. Ooh, Ryan Phillippe's in it? Oh, we can only afford yeah. him for one episode. Kill him off! That is so crazy that they did that. Yeah. All right, you guys. It's been a hot minute since we've talked about one of Wells' favorite things. Boobs. Toast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For real, though. Uh, let's talk about Third Love for a minute. I think I've talked about them quite a bit before because Third Love is my favorite place to shop for bras. I have such a hard time getting bras that fit correctly, but what's so cool about Third Love is they offer more than 80 sizes. So if you're in between an A and a B cup, they offer an A and a half cup. Like it's so genius. So not only is there a size for everyone, but they have a perfect fit promise. They stand behind their products. And if you don't love it, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. And bras start at just $45. So you can find your new favorite bra with high quality, comfortable styles at a great price point. So they really do have something for everybody. And if you're not sure about your fit, they have a fit finder quiz online. You just answer a few questions and they'll recommend the style and size that best fits you. Yeah. Third Love Knows is a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 10% off your first order. Just go to thirdlove.com slash YFT now to find your perfect fitting bra and get that 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash YFT for 10% off today. 80 different sizes. 
Yeah, I'm telling you. There's, I'm a, telling there's you. all different types of titties out there. All right, Brandi, the new Quip Electric Smart Toothbrush is one of my favorite things. I wouldn't know because Riot stole mine the minute I oh, got he it. did? I'm super upset. So it's got the smart technology and it's simplified to improve your life. And what's cool about it is it like syncs up with your phone and the better you brush your teeth, the more free gifts and rewards you get, which is amazing. But I'll tell you what, I love the Quip toothbrush. I really do. But have you gotten the flossing tool? Yes, I have. The flossing tool is some sort of alien <laughs> technology that I didn't know humans could create. It's this perfect little tool that goes in and just takes the perfect amount of floss thread that you need. And then there's a little button that cuts it for you. I'm telling you, Quip's got all the cool gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Quip has everything. And the best part is that everything gets delivered right to your door. You don't have to leave. You don't got to go anywhere. You can get brush head refills, toothpaste, and floss delivered for $5. And shipping is free. How smart is that? Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today and go to getquip.com slash YFT right now to get your first refill for free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash YFT spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash YFT. Quip, better oral health made simple and rewarding. We watched a couple movies that I think are good, like run and gun explosion kind of fun movies. Where do you find movies at? It's called Netflix. <laughs> okay. I don't don't watch many movies. Have you heard of Peppermint? No. All right. I like Peppermint. It's your girl, Jennifer Garner. Okay. Here's the tag. It came out in 2018, so we never saw it. Did not hate it. It's on Netflix now. Five years after her husband and daughter are killed in a senseless act of violence, a woman comes back from self-imposed exile to seek revenge against those responsible and the system that let them go free. Peppermint. So it's like Jennifer Gardner, like total normal mom. She's married to this guy. She's got a cute little daughter. There's some shady shit that happens and they all get gunned down by a gang in a drive-by. Okay. Yeesh. Jennifer Gardner survives and then disappears and then comes back with a vengeance. She fucks some shit up. Jennifer Garner brings really? back some like 2005 alias shit. That's what I was just about to say. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, get it, girl. Also, did you see the video that she made on Instagram that like kind of went viral? No. Oh, she has like this like funny like getting out of a pool scene from some movie where she, you know, she's like super fit and she gets out of, out of the pool and like puts on these high heels and it's like in slow-mo and it's super sexy. And then she like did like the TikTok split thing where she did it again now. And she's like wearing like this like ridiculous wetsuit and she got the goggles on and the nose plug in. She swims up and she gets out, puts on slippers instead of high heels. It's really funny anyways. Jennifer Garden, you gotta love her. Love. love Honestly, Favorite Jennifer Garner movie, 13 going on 30. Yeah. Classic. Same thing. Good cops gone bad and trying to uncover the truth. We watched Spencer Confidential. Have you heard of that one? Did, haven't we talked about this before? I don't think so. Who's in it? Marky Mark. Who's always talking like he's whispering. And it's a high-pitched thing. Like, hey, guys, what's going on? You killed my father. I'm going to kill you now. He's a cop that gets sent to prison. Spoiler alert. Post Malone's in it? Okay. What? Yep. 
Post Malone's in jail with Marky Mark. Post Malone puts on an acting clinic. He is so good in it. Really? Great fight scene. An acting clinic. Also in it, you have Alan Arkin, who's been in like everything. and He's fantastic. Mark Maron. And then, oh, one of my favorite stand-ups, Eliza Schlesinger is in it as well. And she is so good and so funny. Here's the, the tagline. When two Boston police officers are murdered, ex-cop Spencer teams up with his no-nonsense roommate, Hawk, to take down the criminals. Spencer Confidential. Oh, you know who else is in it? Winston Duke. He is part of Wakanda. He's in the Avengers. He's oh, like, yeah, He's yeah, like yeah. the really big Wakandan. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, it's like Marky Mark, who's always like, hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just going to talk like this and whispering a little bit. It's a lot of him fighting, a lot of him trying to be pretty funny, which he, he pulls off. They've set it up for like another one. If you like a real easy watching, buddy cop going to take down all the bad cop Serpico movie. Spencer Confidential. Spencer wow. Confidential. It's for you. That was quite the pitch. I liked it. Not a great rating, but... Sometimes it's not all about the rating. Exactly. The one that I'm, I'm going to watch coming up is Song Exploder. Have you heard of that? No. I actually think you would really love this. I just watched the trailer and I was like, this looks so awesome. Here's the tagline. Weaves together in-depth interviews, archival footage, and raw recordings as each artist break down their song layer by layer, sharing intimate insight into the personal inspiration behind the music and the lyrics. Song Exploder. So the ones that they have out right now. So this is a show? Yeah, it's like a documentary. There's eight episodes out, but when we were looking, we only saw like four. The first one is Alicia Keys. And so it's like talking about this one great song that she wrote. And it just like mm -hmm. goes through it. The second one's Lin-Manuel Miranda with Wait For It, which is a famous song from Hamilton. The third episode is R.E.M. Losing My Religion, which sounds awesome. And then the fourth one is Ty Dolla Sign talking about L.A., it's just like them going in depth into the songs. I haven't watched any of them yet, but we watched the trailer and I was like, damn, this looks so good. So I'm going to come back next week with some song exploder info. It's funny. My mom and I have talked before about the fact that that would be a great podcast idea to sit down with artists and let them like explain a song and like the lyrics and the meaning behind it and everything. Well, Someone stole our idea. Well, no. And then you try to steal behind the music, which was a famous <laughs> VH1 show. But it wasn't a podcast. You got a book? I got a book ski. What do you got? So I picked up a little book called I Am Watching You by Teresa Driscoll. Totally judged it by its cover. Sick cover. And it's also kind of in the same realm as like if you guys like Lisa Jewell books, Ruth Ware. Pretty sure it's written by a British woman. So it's like British, it's like, you know, British fiction is just kind of, it's the thing right now. Psychological murder thriller. You guys know I love those. Let me read you the synopsis quickly. When Ella Longfield overhears two attractive young men flirting with teenage girls on a train, she thinks nothing of it until she realizes they are fresh out of prison and her maternal instinct is put on high alert. But just as she's decided to call for help, something stops her. And the next day, she wakes up to the news that one of the girls, beautiful, green-eyed Anna Ballard, has disappeared. 
A year later, Anna is still missing. Ella is racked with guilt over what she failed to do, and she's not the only one who can't forget. Someone is sending her threatening letters, letters that make her fear for her life. Then an anniversary appeal reveals that Anna's friends and family might have something to hide. Anna's best friend Sarah hasn't been telling the whole truth about what really happened that night. And her parents have been keeping secrets of their own. Someone knows where Anna is, and they're not telling, but they're watching Ella. Dun, 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 dun. How far in are you? Mm, not that far, actually. A few chapters. Okay. I'm loving it. It like fast forwards that year pretty quickly in the beginning of the book. The book is set up with that scene on the train where Ella, the woman, like is basically eavesdropping on these two cute girls and these two dudes that came out of prison. And then it fast forwards to that year later and I'm at the part where they're having this anniversary appeal because Anna's still missing and they're trying to get it back in the press, get people to care again, you know, so people maybe like information will come out. Things are just seeming real weird. Like Sarah is the friend that was on the train with Anna who's missing. Sarah like never told the truth about what was happening that night. I don't want to give anything away, but like something's going on with Sarah. And then the parents, there's definitely like a whole weird vibe with Anna's parents. So definitely uh, lots of weird stuff going on and something's going to happen to Ella. All right. <laughs> I like it. I've got only a little bit left of Ready Player Two. It's still pretty great as well. Um, I, Someone messaged me and says you can't get that book for like a month or something. There's like such a long wait list for it. Oh, well, you can get it on Audible. No. No, you can't? I want the physical book. All I right. want to smell. I love that smell of a new book. I want to smell the pages. Oh, I want to hold it in my hands. Jesus. I want to read it. Okay. <laughs> I've got a least favorite thing. Mm. All right. Hey, building constructors. <laughs> Let's not make it so... When you go turn on the water in the shower, you have to get hit by it. Let's figure out a way <laughs> that you can turn it on and it won't hit me fucking square in the dick at negative 37 degrees before it warms up. Is that a possibility? This is so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know about you, but like my shower, you just open the door and turn the handle before you get in and nothing hits you. Yeah. Some architects have figured it out and some <laughs> you got to like go into the shower and like turn it on and then you got to try to get out as fast as you can before it gets you and you can't get out of the way. And so then, so, then what you got to do is you got to be like, fuck, no matter what, I got to go up here. I got to tilt the nozzle towards the ceiling so it doesn't get me. But then you get water everywhere. <laughs> It doesn't get me. <laughs> there are so many people out there that know what I'm talking about. Listen, enough's <laughs> enough. Okay? Uh-huh. Well, speaking of showers. Yeah. There's two types of people in this world, Wells. People that think, I guess it's called like the the rain shower head. You know what I'm talking about? Like where it's like rain. Yeah. And it's directly. There's people that think that that's luxury. And yeah. there's people that can't fucking stand it. Okay. Which one are you? I bet you can't stand it. Can't uh, stand it. I think that shit is luxury. <laughs> so does Rye. So we had one in, in Antigua, and like we walk in, and I'm and like the hotel is amazing. And then Rye's like, oh, 
it gets better the shower yeah. and, I'm, and I'm getting so excited I'm like oh yes a great shower and I walk in and it's that fucking rain head shower head here's my thing there's never enough water pressure coming out of the rain shower heads and if I don't have water pressure I just my hair doesn't get clean I don't feel clean it's just like drizzling on me it's just not a good feeling like I want that water to like Pound, clean, might clean me, rinse the conditioner out of my hair. Like I need strong water pressure. Also, when it's directly above your head, is there not just water constantly going in your eyes at all times that you're in the shower? Yeah, I mean, there is a pro That's tip terrible. here. I, I hear what you're saying, but there is a pro tip here. Most of the times when they have the waterfall, they also have the like side of the wall mount. And you can turn both of them on if you if you go in between with the lever. Ours did not have that. Oh, well, then get a better hotel, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. All week, like the water was just like it was just like burning my eyes because soap was going in my eyes the entire time I was rinsing my hair out. I'm like, why does anyone like this? Yeah. All right, Brandy, listen, Christmas is almost here, which means we're going to be having some holiday parties, I assume. And if you're still looking for the perfect holiday party starter or the perfect holiday gift, I got something for you. A boo, a Z, bites! <laughs> I love boozy bites. Honestly, I'm going to selfishly buy it for everybody so that I can also have some because <laughs> they're one of my favorite things. Plus, they've added an awesome gift box to the online store. So the box contains the game-changing edible cocktails and a an adorable cocktail shaker, a disco ball wine tumbler, and delicious artisan cotton candy. They also added a new candy cane flavor, which is amazing, perfect for the holidays. And for a limited time, they're even including super cute wine charms with every holiday box order. Truly the best gifts for those hard-to-buy people on your list. And don't forget, Boozy Bites are vegan, 15% alcohol, so they'll get you good and delicious. So they are perfect for everyone on your guest list. The Bites come in adorable champagne-like cups, so... When you want to eat them, simply twist, push up, and boom, you drinking, baby, or eating and drink. You know what I mean. The best thing is that you can ship them directly to yourself or someone else, and they stay good for 30 days without needing to go into the fridge. Just go to boozybites.com and enter the code FAVORITE to get 15% off your order. Yep, that's boozybites.com and code FAVORITE, 15% off. Do it. Dude, Brandi. Yes, well. Said your name weird there. You really did. <laughs> I'm digging on this new BlendJet 2 portable blender. I gotta be honest with you. Oh yeah, is cooking wells utilizing the BlendJet? Drinking wells is utilizing the BlendJet. <laughs> okay, so it's a portable blender, right? So it's just like a normal to-go mug, but then it's got a blender on the bottom of it. So if you're like on the go and you wanna make your smoothie before like you're running out the door, you can get everything ready and then boom, you can do it in the car if you wanted to. What we're doing nowadays is a lot of socially distant picnic hangs. Mm. And the BlendJet, I got to be honest with you, perfect little frozen margarita maker. Uh-huh. So smart. Yep. With the all-new BlendJet 2 portable blender, in 20 seconds you can make a delicious smoothie, protein shake, margarita, latte, or whatever you desire anytime Anywhere. Blendjet is compact and lightweight. It holds 16 ounces and is around the same size as your favorite water bottle, but packs big blender power. Under 50 bucks with fast free shipping and 16 colors to choose from, Blendjet 2 makes the perfect gift for anyone on your list. Join the millions of happy customers who've gotten the Blendjet 2. So here's what you got to do. Go to blendjet.com slash YFT right now to save an extra 12% 
on top of the already discounted price. Save an extra 12% at blendjet.com slash YFT. Go to blendjet.com slash YFT now. Do it. I was telling a story the other day and it made me laugh so much. And I've wondered if I've ever told it to you and to the YFTers out there. My, have I ever told you my Bonnaroo piss story? It does sound familiar. I might have told the story. I'll tell the story again. If you haven't heard it, I'll keep it in. If not, I'll cut it. So remember when we used to go to music festivals? Uh-huh. That was a thing. So way back <laughs> in the day, I used to be a radio DJ and I would go yeah. and I would work Bonnaroo, which is like mm-hmm. Coachella, but for people who like to sweat their balls off. <laughs> and so I would go with my radio station, Lightning 100, and I would work backstage and I would do a bunch of interviews and a bunch of broadcasts from backstage. And how it worked was there was a guy there who, bless his soul, love love that guy. He was in charge of media relations and he was one of the people that had an infinity pass. Have you ever heard of an infinity pass? No. Well, I bet Miley gets infinity passes wherever she goes. So an infinity pass is a pass that lets you bring as many people anywhere you want on festival grounds. So you can take 100 people into the pit when Eminem is singing at sunset, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. He had an infinity pass. Now, backstage at Bonnaroo, where we we were doing all the interviews, it was sponsored by like a bunch of local beer companies. And so we had bottled beer there. Now, when you go to a music festival, you're not allowed to have glass bottles, right? Got to be all aluminum cans. So I was backstage. I just finished my last interview and walks up and he goes, hey, man, we're going into the pit to go. I think it was like Stevie Wonder into Jay-Z. I think that's what it was. So he's like, go to the bathroom, get ready. It's going to be a long night. So I was like, great. So I have my backpack. I threw in a bunch of these glass bottles. Have I told you this story? I don't think. So I throw in a bunch of these glass bottles. I'm like, I got beer. I'm ready to go. Fucking Stevie Wonder into Jay-Z. H to the Izzo. Here we go, baby. Oh, my God. So I go in there. And so the way it works is that they take, I'm backstage. So we have to go through the backstage to get to the pit. I go to the backstage. You go like side stage down into the pit. I'm fucking 10 feet, 15 feet away. And I'm just going, yeah, Stevie Wonder, Jay-Z. And I drink like 12 beers, all these beers, right? And then all of a sudden, your boy's got to pee real bad, okay? Real, real bad. But I can't leave now because if I leave, I can't get back in the pit. Infinity Pass, he long gone, Sister Anne. So I'm like, fuck, Mm. what am I going to do? And there is no bathroom in the inner pit, okay? I'm stuck Mm -hmm. there. So I'm looking around like, what the fuck do I do? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pee in one of these bottles. So I get down on one knee. I'm wearing cargo shorts. It was the time which cargo shorts were acceptable, guys. <laughs> oh, I, get, I don't think they ever were. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I know. But he's Bonnaroo, <laughs> and I needed a lot of pockets to hold a lot of things. <laughs> That's fair. So I get down on one knee, and I put the glass bottle up to the tip of my pee-pee. And then I go. Ew. Okay? <laughs> and I fill up that IPA bottle to the top. And then I'm like, I don't know what to do. There's a, there's tons of people around me. I don't want to drop the bottle on the ground because then the bottle's going to fall over and then someone's going to get pee-pee all over their feet, you know? So yeah, I'm like, you yeah. know what? Because I'm a people person, I want what's best of the world. I'm going to sit here and just jam out to Jay-Z while holding my pee-pee bottle, okay? Ew. So I'm just jamming out, holding my pee-pee bottle, being like, ah, it's in the it's, oh, it's Beyonce, I'm going to come out, fucking hey! 
And then all of a sudden, a security guard goes, hey, you, with the cargo shorts, come over here right now. And I'm like, oh, oh no. So I walk over and he goes, hey, man, you can't have glass in here. Give it to me. Give it to me right now. And I go, no, 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 no. And he goes, give it to me right now or I'm going to get you arrested. And I was like, come on, no. You don't, you don't want this. And he goes, give it to me right fucking now. And I go, okay. So I hand it over. Now, granted, this is liquid that's been in my body. So it's been heated up to about 78.6 degrees. Okay. <laughs> so he goes, all right, get the fuck. Hey, be honest with me. Tell me the truth. Tell me this isn't piss. And I go, do you want me to be honest with you? <laughs> or not? <laughs> and he goes, is this fucking piss? And I go, yes, it is. <laughs> and he goes, motherfucker. And he drops it. And it gets all over his fucking feet. I was like, that's why I was holding it, bro. <laughs> This motherfucker got your piss on my feet. I go, I know, I'm sorry, bro. That's why I was holding it. I didn't want to get on his fucking feet, bro. But I didn't want to leave the pit because it's Jay-Z. And he's like, he's like, fuck you, man. Are you mad at me? Because I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the situation. Oh, my God. Had you heard that story before? I don't think so. <laughs> if I ever did, I think it was a shortened, less theatrical version. Yeah, of it. I, I, yeah, I, <sighs> that was pretty funny. Not mad at you in that situation. I miss music festivals. We have a very important question. What? Do you guys have your Christmas tree yet? No, we don't. <gasps> What are you waiting for? Which actually is funny because like I did a story today and there's like the pumpkins are still up and someone was like, first of all, shut the fuck up. I can do whatever I want to do, lady. Number two, we have like all of our Christmas stuff like in a storage facility. Mm -hmm. And so we have to like plan when like people bring it over. Oh, I see. So we're going to have it on all put up on Wednesday. Okay. Do you have yours? Well, Rye and I just got ours today. Do you get a real one or a fake one? We got a real one. I need that real Christmas tree smell. Mm. And yeah. this year, we even went a little bigger, and we got a flocked tree. Oh, you got a that's like that's like trailer park trash shit right there, dude. You got a the all, white one. The white. Oh yeah, bro. That's like did you get like the multicolored <laughs> one? No. The flocked tree. It's what? all white. Looks it like, looks like it's covered in snow. It looks like Santa it's, jizzed all over it. No, I'm sorry. I've never seen fluffy jizz. Have you? Yeah, I'll just, you know, it depends on what you eat, I suppose. <laughs> it looks beautiful. It looks like it's snowed and it has white lights and we're going to decorate it tomorrow. And I am just so thrilled. The whole house smells so good. Who needs a candle when you got a real tree, you know? Yeah. God, I love that smell of Douglas fir and Santa Claus jizz wafting through the halls. How dare you? Sorry. Disrespect Santa Claus like that. I know. Speaking of Santa Claus, I have a Christmas song. You do? I do. Okay. My boy Jeremy Lister, who we've played before, he's guy in Street Corner Symphony. He is just kicking out the hits, and I love this one the other day I saw. This is why I love this one. It's a Christmas song. But it's also very inclusive to everyone. Oh. So it's not just for, you know, people who celebrate Christmas. Eastern eyes shine in November with fireworks that color the air. 
and their neighbors ring in the new year with couplets, good fortune, and cheer. And there are those who make altars with family and friends held dear. No matter what you believe, won't you spread some joy with me and let love keep you Uh, it's good, right? Yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. I love it, man. You got anything? It's been a while since I've heard anything new from Gavin James. We've played him a couple times on the pod. He's got a new song out called Man on the Moon. But I want you to see So won't you fly away with me Until all I love his voice. Yeah, he's good. Did you tell me that your homies with the dashboard confessional dudes? Well, a lot of people used to say that I looked exactly like the lead singer. Uh, Chris Caraba, was that his name? Yeah. yeah. And then I could see it. And then I interviewed him and we took like the side by side picture. And yes, we do look very similar. I could see it. Yeah. Dashboard has a song out with, do you ever listen to the band X's? Yes. They're good. They've got a song out together. It's called Don't Wait. It's a vibe. I mean, it's a dashboard vibe, you know? Dashboard transports me back to like high school keggers. I was just about to say that. Not the keggers part. I didn't do that. Oh, well, because you're a dork. Uh, it just like <laughs> takes me back to a place where I'm like, it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. It does take you right back there. Yeah. Though. I saw that my boy Langhorn Slim has, has some new music out. Actually, this record is out. It's called Strawberry Mansion Side A. It's called Panic Attack, which is just like, the most 2020 song. She said, do you ever think about dying? Said no, but sometimes I lie. Do you want to live? Said yes, but I feel like shit. On a scale of 1 to 10, do you feel anxious? On a scale of 1 to 10, do you feel scared? Said I'm feeling lots of feelings. Some reason I cut my hair. (laughs) 
sometimes my skin starts crawling Sometimes the creature's calling Sometimes the walls start caving in Sometimes I feel isolated Sometimes I feel so small Sometimes I get irritated Right now I feel it all And I tried to listen Said son there may be no cure But I swear that life's worth living It's the only thing worth living for To my friends in the same position I wish there was a cure But I know that life's worth living It's the only thing worth living for I feel like that's a very 2020 song Kind of having a panic attack I think I gotta fuck you very much Oh really? Okay, so this is from L-O-D-T-T-G's whatever. Five stars (laughs) for the love of God subject line. Please, for the sake of my soul, when you have a favorite thing or any recommendation, say the name, artist, the company, the title, the author, etc. in the beginning and in the end of the wreck. I have a hard time remembering the artist, author, title, etc. when I'm working or driving and it kills my soul a little every time I have to stop what I'm doing and rewind just to find out the name of it because I'm not going to be able to use my valuable lazy brain cells to remember a book title before if I have no idea if I like it before getting Wells to read the synopsis in his fucking movie trailer voice. Here is a genius example, Wells. So I heard this new song by a random artist called Random Song that ha- lots of you have never heard of and he's awesome and he's a clip of the song. Bing, bong, 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 bong. Brandy, I dig it. Wells. <laughs> Yeah, they're awesome. Anyways, again, that was some random artist song title name, whatever. Great rec, Wells. End of rant, like request. Anyways, I've been listening since the beginning. I love you guys. YFT is my favorite things. Okay. Great suggestion. And I love yeah. the enthusiasm to log to And tic- she, she's definitely not alone. I get a lot of messages asking what we were just talked about. And then I, I'm, my brain can't freaking remember what I talked about five minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> I'm always like, I don't know. So, for all the YFTers out there that have this problem, we put a lot of fucking time into the goddamn website. So, if you go to <laughs> yftpodcast.com and go it's to the particular... What's a website? <laughs> go to the episode. All the shit that we liked is right there. It's right fucking there. Even links to the ads that we've got. Oh, and also, if you follow YFT Podcast on Instagram, we have (laughs) weekly roundups where we go back over the shit on the stories on Tuesday nights. We do. We do do that. We do. (laughs) Anyways, I love that because... Just for clarity, the book I referenced today is called I Am Watching You by Teresa Driscoll. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Maybe this is like the new thing. At the end of the show, we'll just do the recap. You and I are never going to remember to do that. I will, because I make notes, remember? <laughs> here's what I talked talk about today. Couldn't stand the ending of Undoing. There's a show called Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg, who's always talking like this. That's great. That's a movie called Spencer Confidential. There's another movie with Jennifer Gardner called Peppermint that I liked a whole lot. I told the story about pissing in a bottle of Bonnaroo. Why turning on your shower and getting the water to hit you before you can fucking get out of the way is bullshit. Oh, I played Langhorn Slim, Panic Attack, and I played Jeremy Lister, Happy Holidays. Everyone. You proud of me for being able to do all that? Yeah, because I can't. I have to end this podcast on a sad note. Why? Guys, I tried really hard to secure the Instagram handle, Big Pano Guy, and it's taken. What? 
Yeah, it's taken. This big panel guy has like two available. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as good. What about big panoramic guy? That's also not as good. What about just panel guy? Oh, it's just not as good. I'm crushed. Oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to see how many. Okay, if Big Pano Guy is out there, maybe we should just have the YFTers harass Big Pano Guy. He's only following two people and only has 16 posts. Like, how much could he really care? What about just Pano Guy? Uh, it's just not the same. I want Big Pano Guy. So, you guys, I've had a lot of people ask me, when is when you get, when are you doing Big Pano Guy? When's Big Pano Guy get it? What you got to get it? I tried and it's not available. Just so you guys know, I did try. I'm going to harass the guy. Yeah, just. Do that. That's what you should do. That's what I'm going to do. All right. We uh, we done? Yeah. All right. Well. I'm going to go sniff my Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you should, you know? Yeah. See you later. Love ya. Love ya. Mean it. Bye. Okay, bye. I'm going to make some fucking toast. <laughs> Dude, toast is the best. It's the toast of the town, Brandy. You're just all, all you're talking about is toast bread. You realize that, right? Yeah. Which I, I can, realize that's toast bread, but it's different. I can imagine, like, in the turn of the century, like, have you heard of toast? Toast, toast is the toast of the town. It's amazing. All you do is you cut it up, you throw it in a toaster, put the toast in a toaster, the toast in town, then you throw it in some olive oil, and God damn it, it's the greatest thing you'll ever do. <laughs> wow. You really are losing it. Just one cent, get some toast. Won't you spread some joy with me? Alright. Let love be I'm not mad at you, Brandy. I'm just mad at the situation. Happy Hanukkah. Fire up the valley lights. Love for Sara. Feliz Navidad. Tuna de Guanza. You die. Sing the in how. We'll celebrate right now. Let's all sing it out loud. No matter how you get down. Happy holidays. Everyone. I want you to tell me the truth. Tell me this isn't piss. Do you want me to tell you the truth? That poor, that poor dude. <laughs> All right. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.